Welcome to another episode of Keep It Simple Career Marketing Tips. I'm your host, Michael Mack. This week, it's going to be all about the reading. So we're going to talk a little bit about how what you're reading and why you're reading it can help to advance your career and keep you informed as what's going on in your field and maybe even land you the job that you want. So stick around. Hey everybody, before we get started, I just wanted to say thank you for listening. I really appreciate you taking time and giving me some of your headspace to hear the concepts that I have to share that I believe are the most important to help you to remain successful in your future career path. Whether you're just starting out as a pre-college grad, or you've been in your industry a long time, or maybe you're in changing career fields completely, I really believe that the information I'm sharing with you on this podcast is very valuable and will help to further your career and get you into a better position uh, as automation and artificial intelligence continues to change the way we work. Uh, Thank you for all your emails and your comments that you've sent to me. I really appreciate your feedback. I really do. And thank you for sharing your successes. I've had several people that have written to me uh, with comments about things that they've tried or things they've learned on this podcast that's worked for them. And I find it extremely valuable and satisfying. So thank you for sharing that with me. You know, you can always check out past uh, episodes of the podcast on my website, getmemichaelmack.com. And you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at getmemichaelmack. So without any further ado, let's take a look at your reading list and talk all about the reading. This week, I want to talk to you about the importance of reading for your industry and for your future career path. I don't know how many of you enjoy reading for pleasure. Maybe some of you are fans of the Harry Potter series or have another uh, series of books that you like. My wife is a particular fan of Sue Grafton, uh, an author who recently passed away and published probably a couple dozen novels uh, that are really well-loved and well-cherished by people who uh, have followed Sue Grafton's work over the years. And I think we all probably have certain authors that really appeal to us uh, for our personality and, and reading interests. But we're not talking about your favorite Stephen King novel here or you know, which play you prefer from Arthur Schlesinger. We're going to talk about reading for your career path and reading for your industry and why that's so important, and why if you're not reading uh, for your industry, you should really start. I'm going to start with a quick story from my own experience that really had shaped my field of vision in this regard very early on and has remained a constant in my career path as I progressed professionally. When I was in college, uh, we had to take a certain number of history classes as part of the required, you know, degree course load, if you will. And so we had to take, and I went to art school, so we had to take, uh, I think, a full year of art history, and then we had to take at least two more art history electives, if you will. And one of the electives I took was the history of design, which was of great interest to me because I was going to go to graphic design as a career path. 
But the class ended up meaning more to me than just learning the history of design. In fact, I can't remember anything in particular that I learned in the class that I could relate to you now. It was, a, it was an interesting class. But what was of great interest to me wasn't so much the content as it was the teacher. The guy who was teaching the class was an adjunct professor, which means that he wasn't a full-time faculty at the college. He wasn't like a college professor lifer. This is a guy who had a day job and taught this one class per semester in the evening when he wasn't working. And it mattered to me as a student at that time because I knew that the information that he was telling us in the class was really from his own perspective as somebody who was working in the field. And he was a creative director for an agency that was a major agency that had something like five offices on four different continents or something. You know, they had an office in Switzerland and one in London and one in New York and then the office that he worked in in Columbus, Ohio. And that was like, you know, like, wow, I can't believe this guy works for an agency that has offices all over the world. And in the course of teaching the class, he would kind of relay to us some of his experience day to day, kind of like a what it's like for me in the day and the life of a creative director, which again was completely invaluable to us as students because it wasn't very often that you got somebody that was high ranking in the field of which we were progressing that would come in and, and relay their own personal experience like that. It was really valuable. And so I really looked forward to taking his class every week. We met once a week, uh, Thursday nights. And I always looked forward to his class because I knew I'd learn a lot. He knew a great deal about the history of design and had really well-prepared lectures and materials for the class. But more than that, I really looked forward to hearing his kind of sideline stories, his anecdotal stories about working in the field and some of the things that he would relate to us as a byline. And I remember one particular class, um, he mentioned that he was in a position where he has hired people in the past and had hired a lot and in the course of his career. And he said, you know, I want to pass on some career advice to you all. He said, I don't know how soon many of you may be graduating in the next semester or next year or so. And you may be in a position to be, you know, selected for a junior designer position or a starting designer position and I want to pass on some information that, you know, I think might really be of great interest to you. Now, I didn't have a lot on the ball at that time. I was only 21 years old, but I knew enough to kind of prick up my ears and be like, okay, whatever this guy is saying is super important. And I've got to like take this to heart because he's going to like lay some heavy knowledge on us that we need to know. And he said... When I'm interviewing a potential candidate for a position, I ask them a question. And based on the answer to their question, we'll likely decide whether or not I give them the job. Now, that alone is great importance because it meant that, geez, this guy puts so much value in this question that he's going to decide whether or not he hires someone to work for him. That's a huge 
um, amount of emphasis to put on this question. Like, what could the question be? What could it possibly be? You know, where did you go to school? Or, you know, um, what's your favorite movie? I have no idea. And uh, so he said, the question that I ask a potential candidate and during the course of the interview, and it's always the same question, is, what are you reading? And he paused just like that. He said, what are you reading right now? And he went on to explain that to him, it was very important to find out what the potential candidate was reading because it spoke to their personal interests, their professional interests, and their overall temperament. Now, I have progressed enough in my career in the course of my life to know that that is pretty telling, that you could ask someone what their favorite movie is or their favorite music or some other kind of pop culture reference that you could kind of hang your hat on. But to ask somebody what they're reading is really a very intimate question because reading is, in fact, very intimate. It takes time and concentration and will and um, real effort to read. It means that you have set aside everything else to do this one act, to, to actively read. And it what you take your time to read and what you're reading in that time says a lot about you. Now, to the point, he was not suggesting that he cared if you're reading Mary Shelley's Frankenstein right now or if you're reading Lord Byron. He was asking particularly, what are you reading right now in your industry or field? What is it that you're reading right now that is informing you as to how you can better do what it is that you do? And I have found that, again, to be extremely valuable advice, which I'll explain here in a second. I remember sitting in the classroom, and as soon as this gentleman said this and kind of passed this key information on to us as a class, I knew I was totally hit because I wasn't reading anything. I mean nothing. If it wasn't required reading for class, I wasn't reading it. And I wasn't really even reading anything outside of class. I've, I've not really been someone who has read a great deal for pleasure. I've, I feel that I'm fairly well read, but I'm not a voracious reader. And I thought, oh my gosh, like if, if this guy was going to hire me tomorrow, I would be so, so hit because I don't have anything I've read about my industry. I don't have anything that I've ever picked up that would be, you know, in the same vein as what he's talking about. Now, fortunately for me, I was living in Columbus, Ohio, and the apartments that I was occupying were dangerously close to the Columbus Public Library, which was one of the best public library systems in the country. Uh, it was a, ph a phenomenal library system. And so I had no excuses to not literally walk the couple hundred feet from my front door to the public library and go and examine the collection of books that my library had on my industry. Now, again, I was very fortunate in that I was living in Columbus, and their library system had a tremendous uh, library of books 
on marketing and sales and advertising and design and uh, internet design and all kinds of things. Just, just loads and loads of books, more than I could possibly read. Some were of great interest to me and some were not of any particular interest to me at all because everyone is different. But I remember how important that this was because I remember standing in front of that shelf of books and there's all these books up there and I'm thinking, where do I even begin? You know, the first question you may find yourself asking is, okay, I'm going to go ahead and read something regarding my industry or field to understand what's happening in my industry or field. Where do I start? Like, how do I know if this is going to be the book that I should be reading or not? That's a good question. I started by just picking up four or five books and opening them up and reading the introduction and reading the first chapter. And then to look at another book and I'd read the introduction and I'd read the first chapter. And I did this a couple of times and I very quickly, I kind of got a sense of what the book would be like, what the information would be like, and if it'd be something that I thought would be useful to me or not. And after doing this, you know, three or four times, I finally settled on a book that I really thought resonated with me. It may not have been everybody else's favorite book in the a lot, but it was definitely mine. And I read that book cover to cover, and I took it back, and I got another book out. And I took it back, and I got another book out. And some books I liked better than others. And then I found that the library, although it was a wonderful resource, uh, wanted their books back. And so I wanted to create my own library of books. I found that I had enough of a platform or a baseline of reading understanding to know what books would be best for me. And so I started going to the Half Price Bookstore in Grandview and looking at their library section and started buying books for myself. And I kind of created my own little collection of a dozen books that I really related heavily on uh, early on that really informed my perspective of my industry and how I wanted to proceed. Now, in truth, it has never come up. Nobody's ever asked me, what are you reading right now in the course of an interview? It's not happened in the 20 years that I've been practicing in the field of creative communication. But you can bet that I've interviewed a number of people for jobs, for internships, for starting designers, for video production, all kinds of things. And I almost always ask in the course of the interview, what are you reading right now? Because, again, it says so much. It says so much about the person that they're spending their free time reading something of value and of worth. And I cannot say how important it is that you be reading something that really informs your career path and really gives you an, an upper hand. Because, and particularly, if you can read articles about your industry, that's good. But articles are short. If you could read a book about your industry, no matter how tangential it is, it really matters because that's a long-form uh, process of nonfiction storytelling that will give you a real clear and deep synopsis of a particular issue. And it doesn't have to be clinical or dry. It doesn't necessarily have to be really painstaking and boring. Uh, but it should be something that relates to you to your industry and that you make a personal connection with that material in your industry and it really does matter and it really does inform how you 
proceed in your career path. It really matters in viewing how you find what is most valuable to you in your career path. And it really gives you a, a point of definition of clarity. One other thing I'll pass on to you uh, very quickly is one of the trick I learned uh, from wanting to become well-read in my industry was picking up a reading list. There was one particular night that I couldn't sleep, and which happens to me every once in a while, and I turned on the TV and I turned on public television, and it happened to be a television show about advertising and marketing, which is my field. And I was very interested because it just happened to be a TV show on, and this is long before YouTube and internet television and this kind of things and searchable databases of video. This was, you know, still kind of in the analog time when um, you had to either get something on VHS or possibly DVD if you could find it and know it existed. So finding this program on in an off time in a kind of haphazard way was just, you know, I felt like I'd struck gold. And the program uh, was called The Informers. It was a PBS Frontline episode. And I'm sorry, it's called The Persuaders. And Douglas Rushkoff was the narrator of this particular PBS Frontline. And I remember thinking that this guy is really talking about some really important stuff. Like what he's saying is very important. And I saw him talking to all these other people on the broadcast that were also saying very important things. It was obvious that they were people of note that had important things to say. And so I made a point to find out when the program would be on again, and I came prepared this time with a notepad and a pencil. And I literally, again, this is before the Internet, so please understand how dorky this sounds, that I literally wrote down, whenever somebody came on screen, I wrote down their name, and I wrote down if they had a book or a publication that was referenced in the course of this episode. And I had maybe five or six names. And I made a point of going and finding at least one book by every person that was on that TV broadcast. Because I figured if they're on television and they're broadcasting what they're saying, it must be important. These guys seem very smart. And sure enough, it was not a fool's errand. I read Douglas Rushkoff's books. I read a book by Naomi Klein. I read a book uh, by a couple other people that were featured on the the broadcasts that were really, really top-notch uh, books, really informative and very, very striking and really had a terrific impact on my knowledge and insight of my field of interest. And I learned something valuable that sometimes, you know, I sometimes think that I have to invent the wheel myself, that if I don't go out there and just find these books in the wilderness that, you know, it won't happen. But the truth is, unfortunately today, there are online resources that you can use and databases to help find really good books in your field. Find the, the authors and the books that are very popular for your field of interest that will inform you and give you some perspective on the field you're going into uh, because it really will um, rely on those resources. Use those databases to find those authors and find who are the real inside knowledge in your field 
and it will really, really have a huge impact on how you think and approach uh, problems that you'll face in the course of your career because you've learned from people not just that were in your sphere of influence that have had a hand in molding your knowledge, but you're learning from the feet of masters who have really achieved a, a higher level of success in this field and can speak to something at a level that you may not be able to attain otherwise. So that would be my tip would be to find who those are, find out who the thought leaders are in your field. Uh, they all probably talk to each other and uh, get that list and start reading what they're reading. If that's even a bridge too far, I'll give you one more tip. Sometimes if I'm wanting to find out, if I'm wanting to follow somebody new on Twitter, I will find out who is a really important influencer in the field that I'm looking to and interested in, in finding more about. And I check who are they following on Twitter. So for example, let's say that I was wanting to follow Naomi Klein on Twitter, who is a uh, author and has written a lot about mass communication and advertising. I would look at see who Naomi Klein is following because chances are uh, probably seven, ten thousand people may be following her, but she may only be following a couple hundred people. Well, whoever Naomi Klein is following is probably a pretty good chance somebody that's important or somebody that I wouldn't normally come across. So if you want to find out who the author's author is or who the author's little hero is, I suggest check out their Twitter and find out who they're following because that, again, also says a lot about that person and who they're following must mean that they're important to them for some reason. doesn't mean you have to follow them, but certainly will give you some good insights. Okay, that's all I have for you for this week. So you have your marching orders. If you're not reading of something of value or worth in your field or something that will inform you and make you a better professional, then you have now been given a task. Today is a great day to start reading up on your field and finding out who the thought leaders are in your industry and reading what they have to say or what they have had to say in the past. It will give you tremendous, tremendous insights that you couldn't learn otherwise. And in some cases, it really is no substitute for this. There's only so much that they can teach you in college or that you can learn in the course of your career. And that if you're missing out on these conversations being had with people who are forming your career as we speak and your field of interest, uh, if you know who they are and you're paying attention to the conversations they're having, then you'll know what the future of your field really holds. These are the folks who really have their finger on the pulse and have a sense of what's coming and can help to inform you and to give you some insights because they publish a lot. These guys like to, and ladies like to publish. They like to share their knowledge. And if you're paying attention, then you can take full advantage of that and promote your career. As always, thank you for listening. Thank you for taking the time. I really appreciate it. Check me out on Twitter at GetMeMichaelMack. Uh, send me your comments uh, or feedback for the podcast at GetMeMichaelMack at gmail.com. I do read all the mail I get, and I try to respond to as many uh, inquiries as I receive. Keep coming back for more uh, about the intersection of technology and communication and career development, and I'll bring you the best of what I got to offer. 
All right, till next time, take it easy.